I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Going back to what I said a moment ago, when you, when you really think about your uniqueness, what that really is, is that's your starting point. But it's enough, there's enough of a passion and a desire. I love what you did. You asked yourself a question and then you sought the answer to it. And you sought it through this particular medium of, of an, an incredible power and intimacy. But yeah, 100% of podcasts will start in one space. But as you talk through ideas, you know, it's almost like the path presents itself, you know, jump in a net shall appear that that path starts to present itself. And, you know, I, I'm working with a client right now that, you know, he sees his evolution. It's a, it's a sports podcast. So we're able to sort of chart that path. But I even said to him, I was like, this is the path we see, but let's not be surprised or taken off guard. If six months from now, you start to see a, you start to see something different, a, a more unique path, a path that serves your niche and your audience and your customers, et cetera, even better. And that only comes through talking. How you day, how you day. That was the voice of Michael Sharkey. Now, have you ever thought about developing your own podcast, developing your own audience, creating a platform that utilizes your voice in a way that only you can control? Well, that's where Michael comes into play. Having a wealth of experience in the audio industry from radio to podcasting, he shares his wealth of knowledge and he gives us the technical how-tos in order for us to develop the audience we want using the right tools that we need. And he also leaves you all, kings, queens, and royalty with a little gift. Yep, it's in the show notes. It's a guide for you to develop and build your own podcast. So if you've ever thought about building a platform, even if it isn't audio, listen to this episode. If you've ever thought about connecting with an audience, even if it isn't audio, listen to the episode. And be sure to check out his work. Make sure you check out the show notes. Thank you all for all your support. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's guest is Michael Sharkey. And we're talking about the power and importance of storytelling. Now, what Michael does is pretty incredible, especially right now in the pandemic. He helps entrepreneurs, you know, find their voices by confidently giving them the ability to create unique podcasts. And we know that podcast is on the rise, especially the the listenership to podcasts, as you say, rather. And with that uh, growing, the idea and ability for you to stand out becomes even more important. And in addition to that, he's a podcaster himself. You know, he, he conducts fearless interviews. He's a radio veteran. So we're going to be talking about the transition from radio to podcast. And, you know, he's, he's an all around good guy with several interests. So I look forward to you getting 
pick his brain through me. <laughs> nice. Well, welcome to the show. Man, it is great to uh, it's great to share a Zoom with you uh, on this spring uh, on this spring afternoon or late winter afternoon. So it's 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 good to be here with you. Yeah, I know the, the pleasure is mine. And and, and Michael, I, I I guess I touched on it there a little bit. You talked about mm-hmm. your your years in the radio industry. So how did you get started, and why did you want to pursue the audio, you know, uh, media form? You know, it's interesting because I feel like I have, uh, I've been a media my whole life. My parents owned a newspaper in a small town I grew up in. Uh, and I was like the little kid who would just like find a boom box and record myself all the time. I was like, oh, like recording with friends and that sort of thing. And I just loved it. And, um, and I remember going to my first radio station when I was like 11 years old and my dad had a meeting there or something. And they just said, okay, you go sit in the studio and keep yourself busy. And like, for like an hour I was recording and actually like with all the big microphones and that sort of thing. So again, it's something I got into it when I was 16. I I got my first uh, job as a radio DJ on an AM station when I was 16, fell in love with it ever since. But the passion throughout my career was more, not just talking on the radio, but working and coaching and guiding talk show hosts and personalities to, to really come with their story. And a lot of talk show hosts, I worked with a lot of shock jocks. So it was like, how can we offend people in a different way today? But it was more about digging a little bit deeper and, you know, and, and encouraging that vulnerability and encouraging that storytelling that now, as I like to say, I've gone from the, you know, I left the radio industry. I still work with some radio people, but I left that like seven years ago. And now I get to work with real human beings, like mm. real people, entrepreneurs, coaches who are looking for, yes, ways to grow their business with a podcast. But I always encourage, and it's why I just loved your podcast when I first found it, is I just loved the idea of, look, if we can share our story, story unites us all. If we can share our story, yes, you can grow your business. Yes, you can do all those things with a podcast. It's an incredible tool to do that. I think I'm biased, but I think it's the best tool out there. But alongside that, tell your story. Allow, allow your new customers and clients and listeners, not just to know what you do, but to know who you are, you know, what, what was your upbringing? What are your struggles? That sort of thing. So I always work with my clients on, look, don't be afraid, have that courage, have that vulnerability to, to, to step out there because that's how people connect. People connect through the power of story. I love that so much because, you know, when people always ask me to describe myself, one of the monikers I, I, I give to myself is a storyteller. And it's for many reasons. You know, I started the podcast because there were stories out there that I, I felt were missing growing up in my school and in my life. And, you know, it played an impact into how I saw the world. But I, I also believe in the power of story. I think stories through other people as well as, uh, you know, an effective storyteller can really help people become critical thinkers and problem solvers. And, and that's the unique way I try to tell stories, right? They're, it, people know my opinions and things, but I, I also like to invite them to, to have their own opinions because when I look at the landscape today, it, yes. I, especially in the United States, when you look at media, there are certainly you know, opinions and, and, and thoughts, which I believe are great. But sometimes I believe that we don't give people enough of that space for that critical thinking. Mm. Uh, or exploration. And so it's, it's, I try to do that with the guests, but I don't know if I'm always successful, but it's certainly something top of mind because there are some issues where it's hard for me to hide my opinion. <laughs> well, but I also, but you know, it's even just hearing you speak right now. And again, I've listened to a lot of, a lot of conversations that you've had with just an incredible variety of people, but 
you know, my observation of this world we live in, and it's so true, especially uh, in the United States, is there seems to be this, uh, the, that so many people have lost that ability to critically think. Right. And, and, and I see it everywhere. And again, media is my background, and I am one of the biggest people who will tell you that media has a, um, has a role in, in the shaping of society. And I don't think media, mass media is doing a very good job of it right now. And I think when you see so many people that are just blindly following mainstream media, it's this, it's this lack of critical thinking. So when you just simply think about how a person will share their story and how that relatedness, how that inspiration might come, how the stories of struggle just at least put us in a position where as individuals, we can think, Hmm, maybe I could have done it differently, or maybe I, maybe this person shows me a new way that those types of moments of critical thinking, I just think are really, really, really important now. And when you have a medium like podcast, which is so intimate and so powerful yeah. that when you combine those two, you know, that's why, you know, that's where that passion comes from for me is encouraging that, that, yeah, you can do a podcast, as I said, that helps your business grow, but within those moments, finding ways to share your story that will truly inspire and educate and empower others to think for themselves. I can tell. I can absolutely tell. Uh, <laughs> but 2014, let's go to 2014. Yeah. So it was a pivotal year for both of us. That's when this podcast was launched. But it's also the year you left radio. And you, you, did, you did something interesting. You took a sabbatical, right? Why yeah. did you take a sabbatical? And what was it about radio that you know, made you feel like it was time to transition to something else? Well, I would rewind the tape about two years to 2012, actually, because in 2012, uh, Apple made a very quiet yet very significant move when they made the podcast app native on all iPhones. So you had this app that at that time in 2012 was like podcast, what's a podcast? That's what just weirdos do in their basement, right? So I observed that and I, and, and I had this moment of like, wow, like, now it's power of talk shows that I've been so intimately involved with for my entire career um, is now going to be available to everyone. So partly it was, uh-oh, I better look for a new job, but I saw what I hoped to be the future. So yeah, 2014, I decided that uh, it was time to take a leap of faith and uh, with, uh, with a goal and a desire to be an entrepreneur and a desire to be a good husband and a good father. I took about a year off and, uh, and traveled. I, I love every time you interview someone or you have a conversation with somebody and the subject of travel comes up because I'm always like, oh, cool, that person went there and I went there. But, but yeah, I spent about a year and uh, spent some time in, in Italy, which is where my wife's family's from. Um, spent some time road tripping all around the United States of America and seeing the, the beautiful country that, uh, that you know, I grew up in. And it's... Uh, and it was a time that my children were 11 and 13. And I said, you know, no matter what, no matter what happens in my life, I'm leaving this cushy six figure corporate job that no matter what happens, my children will always remember this experience. And I will walk away with a perspective that I just would not be able to get if I stayed in the same job. So it was a leap of faith. It was a risk uh, as fate would have it turned out great. Wish I would have done it sooner, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's been one of those things that, um, now that my children are almost 20 and 18, it's, 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 a it's something that we cherish those memories every day and ultimately led to changing, not just 
you know, that moment in time, but really that sabbatical and that uh, investment in, in ourselves and our family and our time and our love for each other has just, you know, we took our kids out of school, we homeschooled them, we unschooled them, we, we became a, a, a closer family unit, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's just something that I'm just, I always tell people, if you get a chance to take a sabbatical, do it because you're going to walk away with a perspective that maybe you didn't see coming. Isn't travel such an important way to discover yourself, to learn more about yourself? Mm. I learned more on trains in Europe than I think I, than I ever did in, in, in years of school of just, you know, looking out the window and thinking through things or, you know, I, 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 I raised my children with the idea that nothing broadens the mind like a well-stamped passport. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I truly believe that. And I absolutely believe that, you know, whether you're 12 or 13 or whether you're 45, that, that the introduction of cultures and learning new languages and learning communication, communication was my life for so long that I love this idea that I can be in Japan and there's no similarities between English and Japanese, right. but yet we communicate. And I love that feeling of respecting cultures and learning cultures, you know, and going into countries, not as I sometimes get embarrassed by my fellow Americans when they would travel as they seem so bombastic. And then it's so important to honor the cultures of the people that you go because you can learn so much from them. Yeah. I, and I say that because I, I know you believe this, but vulnerability is one of the most important aspects of storytelling. But sometimes we don't know enough about ourselves because we haven't been put in positions where we've had to either make some decisions <laughs> out of our mm -hmm. comfort zones and then, then, then your values get tested. But those make for interesting experiences as a host or as a narrative podcaster, you know, whatever you're doing, because you're then able to tap into aspects of yourself that could, you know, be relatable to several people. You know, I know a lot of times I've had friends who would be, you know, so who would say something to me like, I want to be a podcast host, but I don't think I'm interested enough, or I don't know if my voice is, is this, or why would anyone want to listen to me? And I used to say that candidly to myself as well, but I found that as I just started opening up and talking about where I was at that point and what my hopes were, it opened the dialogue and the, yes. the idea banks in multiple ways that I never envisioned or imagined. Well, it sounds like as you described that for you, when you started your podcast in 2014, it was a journey uh, in many ways to, this is such an es esoteric statement, but just a journey to find your voice. And, yeah, journey and, to self and, too. Yeah. Right. And, and, and what happens along that journey, I always tell people that, you know, don't be surprised in all the ways in which starting a podcast will show up in the conversations with your spouse, with your children, with colleagues, because you, you start to dig a little bit deeper and just by the, the mere act of speaking, you know, it's, it's for, for, for so many. And, and, you know, I, I mean, for me, it was when I was 15, 16 years old and starting out in radio, but for many people, it's, you know, they're 30 years old or 50 years old or 70 years old, starting that first podcast. And they're in a room with a microphone by themselves. And it's like, that might be the most awkward situation ever, but when you just do it and you start talking and you start finding those things to say, one of the steps that I, that I help people with is that very important step of, you got a great sounding studio. You got the microphone, just start recording, start right. talking, see what comes up. 
tell a story, tell a story about your dog, tell a story about your kids, <laughs> you know, get comfortable, like sharing those things. And then it starts to dive a little bit deeper into that, because that's the essence of, like you said, kind of finding your voice and finding yourself in that space. So let's workshop this. Someone sure. out there right now is listening. They're thinking, I've always thought about a podcast. I just don't know what. I don't know what to talk about or where to even get started. You know, do I, what, what equipment do I need to have a website? All these things. What would you say to that person who's just in that nascent stage of even moving from thinking about it to doing it, but dealing with that, you know, identity complex? So, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it all starts with this, with this conversation. I built a, a podcast roadmap, which I'll talk about more at the end, yeah. which I give away free to everybody. But really where I say that, that spot to begin, that number one spot, before you think about equipment or websites or the tech, because the tech is the second step, but the first step is really what is your uniqueness? What is that? What is, what, what is your contribution to the world? And a lot of people are like, whoa, that's a big conversation. But invariably, if you're going to do a podcast and, and you're at what, like 520, 30, 50 episodes? Yeah, You've done yeah, a lot. yeah, 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 over 500, yeah. You've done over 500 episodes. And, and I always try to tell people like, you know, that's, you're, you're, in the, you're in the sacred spot, you know, and it's like, you want to get to that space where you're recorded 100, 200, 300 episodes. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So you have to really say, okay, well, if I'm really going to talk, that, you know, for a year or two or whatever, three months, make sure it's something you care about. Make sure it's something that you truly, truly care about. There's a quote that I love. It's from Larry Winget, which is find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others. And I just think that in the case of podcasts, it's sort of like the truth of podcasts. You have an opportunity to find your uniqueness, that thing you care more about than anything in the world. And then talk about it into a microphone on a consistent basis. And whether you review people or you share stories or most people, a combination of both is that you're able to take that uniqueness and share it. So if we're workshopping this before anyone ever starts, in many ways, this becomes a filter, which a lot of people go, no, I don't want to, that's too much for me. But this is a place where if you say, okay, what do I care? And what do I care about enough to talk about today and know that three, six, nine months from now, I'm still going to care about it because I've always cared about it. And that's where I say you start. You start with what is it that thing? You're, a lot of people say, well, it's your podcast niche or it's your content or whatever. I say it's what makes you you. What is your uniqueness? You know, you call yourself a storyteller. Yeah. And I think that your desire for the last seven years to, and 500 plus episodes to, open up a editor and turn on your microphone and start talking is really about your desire to share those stories and help people find themselves. That's right. That's right. And, and some of the, some of it was, you know, answering questions. I wish I knew the answers to when I was younger. I, a lot of my, my thoughts were around what would it be like if I felt comfortable being who I was uh, growing up? And even when I started, I was exploring that idea because I, you know, I'd made a few, big decisions in my life. I had moved to a new city, I quit a job. I was in the first, I just wrapped up the first year of my MBA. I was figuring out what that next step would be. And, and I knew the problem I wanted to solve was, you know, uh, ways that we could dismantle systems of oppression around uh, people's, you know, multi-dimensional identities. But right. 
I just started with a question that I asked, why do we live in a world that is so uh, diverse yet have problems creating nuanced voices? That, that was essentially the question that I asked. And then I started off bringing on people similarly, you know, to me who, who grew up in a different, in, in his different backgrounds from their passport countries. And then it, it, it evolved. Honestly, because right. I, I didn't know it would be what it is today, because now multiple entrepreneurs with different ideas. And I also eventually developed my mission statement, use your difference to make a difference somewhere along the way in, in the podcast, podcasting game. And I say all this to say that you can start somewhere podcasting and end up completely different as you start to find your voice and figure out what is working for you versus what isn't working for you. Yeah. And I would add that a hundred percent of podcasts evolve, you know, and, and I, and I always tell like, like it's going back to what I said a moment ago, when you, when you really think about your uniqueness, it, what that really is, is that's your starting point, right? But it's enough, there's enough of a passion and a desire. I love what you did. You asked yourself a question and then you sought the answer to it and you sought it through this particular medium of, of an, an incredible power and intimacy, but yeah, a hundred percent of podcasts will start in one space, but as you talk through ideas, you know, it's almost like the path presents itself, you know, jump in and right. it shall appear that that path starts to present itself. And, you know, I, I'm working with a client right now that, you know, he sees his evolution. It's a, it's a sports podcast. So we're able to sort of chart that path. But I even said to him, I was like, this is the path we see, but let's not be surprised or taken off guard. If six months from now, you start to see a, you start to see something different. A, a more unique path, a path that serves your niche and your audience and your customers, et cetera, even better. And that only comes through talking, talking things through, literally talking things through as, as you do with almost every episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a conversation. Yeah. It, it, even when I do a lot of spoken word, right? So spoken right. word, I teach communication. I'm a writer and something that you notice with the, with the common thread with storytelling is I, 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 I always think about guiding people from the why to the how, either through the the audience or if it's a sole episode, you know, uh, through myself. And like, this is why I believe this is important. This is why I'm thinking what I'm thinking. And these are some, these are some opinions on how to to solve the problem. Or maybe I invite you to uh, collaborate with me on how to uh, to solve the problem. Just wanted to stop by here before we get back to the episode. I wanted to let you all know that I do have a collective for people who are interested in developing their cultural competency skills, becoming more anti-racist. And it's a resource of things that you can do with your family, with your school, with yourself to work through your individual journey to become a better culturally competent leader. It's called UID Collective. And the link is in the show notes, but it's a mix of courses. It's a mix of resources, things you can download. And all you need to do is sign up as a member. It's a monthly membership. I'd love for you to check it out. Use it with your friends. Use it with your family. Use it with yourself. Okay? The link is in the show notes. It's called UID Collective. And it's for those of you that want to improve your cultural competency. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Skills. Back to the episode. If I see myself as a guide... A lot of times I find that I, I'm I'm able to open the dialogue and be free <laughs> well, right. w- with where the podcast goes. Because I, when I first started, I used to have a set uh, structured questions and I don't have a problem with that, by the way. But I noticed for me uniquely, just having that as an outline was more was better for me because I, I would know that if I ask certain questions, I could get somewhere with someone that would make me curious about something else that I, I hadn't even thought about prior to that. So, Well, and you know, what's interesting is for many people when they've never done an interview before, and I, and I recommend it, you know, prepare questions, send out questionnaires, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if you prepare and you are locked, set, ready to go with like 15 questions, yeah, don't be surprised if you only ask two. And, and the, you know, my, my secret sauce to when I, when I work with people about conducting fearless interviews is it's actually very simple. I always say, remind, like, put yourself in a position where you're having dinner with your best friend who you haven't seen in three weeks. Yeah. Because what that means is you're going to come into that conversation with your best friend prepared because you have questions that you want answers to. You're going to listen, which is the secret to every great interview is you're going to listen to their words, but you're not going to be afraid to ask questions because they're your best friend. So when you have a, when you have an interview, which interview is such a sterile word, it's more about conversations when you have these conversations. um, And again, I, I, I applauded you before we hit record that you have such a unique style. And one of the things that I've noticed, again, this is my world. So I see all different types is I did not receive a questionnaire from you prior to this interview. Yeah. I went to my website and we just started talking. Yeah. You know, I mean, we could have talked for 20 minutes about how to set up a studio, but what we're talking about is human beings on a planet trying to figure out a way to, to make a path together. Yeah. And, and I think this medium of podcast and storytelling is a great way to do just that. And, and, and you're right about that, you know, cause I definitely will talk about the studio part, but one thing that I know is humans have to deal with themselves first. <laughs> so so, so, I, I, so true. the premise of, of, of the, the, the interview for me was I just wanted I wanted, you know, someone as, as respected as you to be able to just talk to people and just tell them, look, you, you need to know, you know, just have the conversation, but it is something you can do. It, there, the barrier or the imaginary barriers that we, we put out there sometimes uh, that prevent us from starting is not as high as we think it should be, or he's not even as thick as, as, as we think. Right. And you I'm know, I, I, yeah, I, I think I, I uh, when we were speaking before, I, I, I had a job for 25 years. I was the gatekeeper yes. in radio. I was the person who made sure that only a certain few got to actually talk into a microphone and have their voice heard. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned in the very beginning, when Apple made that podcast app native on every iPhone, that world changed. Yeah. So now the gatekeeper is gone and anyone can. The only obstacle at this point, I mean, again, I can give you a professional uh, advice on a professional studio that'll cost you less than $200. So price is really not a barrier. The only barrier is mindset. 
The only barrier at this point becomes, you know, are you going to talk about it? I, I literally had a thought uh, about six years ago. It was one of my um, aha moments. Whereas I asked myself, what if everyone in the world had a podcast? What if all of us, 7 billion of us had a podcast? And while that might seem outlandish, imagine what would happen if we were all able to share our story with each other. And maybe it's, it's, it's in such a way with this medium where, yes, we can all have these dialogues one-to-one -one or, or, or three-to-one or 10-to-one, but with a podcast, you can hit record and start talking and then hit the publish button and 10, 10,000, 100,000 people can hear it. And that exists today in this world. And it's not going anywhere, which is really, even though traditional media is going in a not so good place, yeah. the podcast medium is for us to, to use and to harness and to really, and again, I get very passionate about it, to really use as a tool to grow our business and do all those things, but to bring us closer together and to allow us to have these moments with sometimes complete strangers where we don't feel like strangers anymore. And that's the yeah. power of podcasts. Yeah. Well, you've uh, flirted with the topic for a little bit now. So <laughs> let's talk about that audio element here, the, uh, the studio side. So you've got the, the story idea down. Yeah. What's that? How do you decide, you know, where the audio element comes into play? What are those things that we can buy and we should look out for starting? To right. So I, you know, my big thing is um, quality matters. It really does. It, you know, we, we, we walk around with these devices that all have a microphone in them. You know, you can record stuff on a smartphone. Um, there's free software out there from a company called Anchor that will allow you to start a podcast in like five minutes. Um, but that's not good enough. And what I mean by that is that if I'm listening to a podcast today, and let's say I'm listening to your podcast or I'm listening to a, you know, a name like a Joe Rogan or, or a Seth Godin or whoever, you know, these guys have half a million, million dollar studios. Their quality is really good. But the truth of the matter is, is for about 200 bucks, you can have the exact same quality. And the reason why quality matters is that the way people listen to podcasts is they tend to listen from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And if somebody were to come to your podcast and you were of a, an appreciable lesser quality, the, the way that listener, the, the way the mind works when they're listening is that if the quality is not as good, you immediately start off on the wrong foot. So before yeah. you even get to tell that story, before you even, you could have the best story in the world, but if your levels are bad or your microphone wasn't good or things like that, you don't get that fair shot. So I always tell people that you can sound as good as the biggest names in podcasts. Uh, you can do it for about 200 bucks. This microphone that I'm talking to you on right now is a Shure microphone that costs $40. Uh, my secret weapon is this USB mixer that costs about $120. Um, I have all of this stuff on a studio checklist. Uh, you can spend $300, $400 on a microphone. Um, and, you know, I have another microphone that's $350. I love that microphone. But the point is, is you can have great quality. You can record, you know, I'm recording in my front room right now. And sometimes I record in my closet. Sometimes I record on my front porch. You can record anywhere. When, when we're allowed to go back out in the world freely again, uh, I used to record in coffee shops all the time. It's really? just fun to kind of get the ambience in the background. And as long as you have the right equipment, a good vocal microphone, I'm not a big fan of USB microphones because they have the tendency to pick up too much noise, gotcha. but a good vocal microphone, 
this little USB powered mixer that goes into a USB jack on your, uh, in your computer and you have a professional podcast studio. So again, and you can do it all, like I said, for about 200 bucks, um, my studio checklist, which I will, will, which I will give away for anyone who wants to check it out at the, uh, and I'll give that away at the end of the, uh, of our conversation, but yeah, it's really, really simple. It's really simple and it's not expensive to sound at that same level as your favorite podcasts. Wow. No, that's amazing. That's very generous of you. Uh, and uh, generous in addition to being strategic. And I'll, 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 I'll say why, because you start off with the story. Now you figure out to start it off with, you know, the right audio equipment so that you don't lose, you know, potential listeners with, with the quality, but then you have to grow the podcast and yes. you're a podcast. I'm a podcaster. You send out an email, you get another person's podcast, but a way for you to differentiate yourself is to do what you were just saying. What, what are those things that you can give away that speak to your expertise? So how did you go about creating that page? Was it something you knew before? Or did you just incorporate that into your website and create a separate page well, that you give out to? You know, it's, it's actually funny because my podcast roadmap is something that I just built uh, about two weeks ago. And, and I used to do this like seven day workshop that was, um, that was really effective. Um, and I, I've been working with a marketing company for the last year. And we realized that I was kind of giving away everything. And as much as that's not a bad thing, like it was, it was kind of back to what you said a minute ago. It's like the why and the how, Yeah. you know, I, I was giving away the why I was giving away the how I was giving away the what, and I was giving it all away for free. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. I've got to grow a business here. I got to at least try to do something, yeah. um, you know, but I, I'm very, very fortunate that I've worked with some amazing people over the last few years across a wide variety of industries from accountants and software engineers to glass artists and celebrity chefs. And I just saw this common thread and I saw the common thread of the beginning roadblocks, the middle roadblocks, you know, what is that step one, finding your uniqueness, step two, building that podcast studio. And I built a roadmap and I took that roadmap literally from just a, stuff that I thought that I intrinsically knew, but stuff that I learned just observing the questions that came at me, the roadblocks that came at me. And I, uh, I literally built a roadmap and it was so funny because I had this vision of a roadmap of just a map stops on a road, you know? So I, I built it and it's, and I'm going to give it away at the very end to anybody who wants it. It's free just because it's a great place to start. The work that I do with, with clients that I work with is one-to-one coaching. And I do that because everybody's a little different. It is that uniqueness, but look, at the end of the day, this roadmap will get you started and it will get you going in a direction. If you have the, the initiative and the drive and the desire, which many people do, this roadmap will give you the path to get there. That's, and, and that's such an interesting uh, and important point too, though. The idea of truly understanding the power of, of your, your offerings and knowing the difference between free and potential uh, paid. But the reason why I, I, I like the strategy of what it is that you're doing is that just like you were saying, podcast is now it's becoming, it's a normal thing. You know, when we, right. when we first started, it was like, what is a podcast? And now almost everyone is expected to know someone who has a podcast. I have a friend that have a podcast, but a way for you to stand out would be, Hey, I had someone who helps people launch podcasts and he has very interesting dynamic stories, but also he has a toolbox and toolkit for you to do the same 
and with your friends. And then if you want to even step it up another level, you can go one-on-one and that's that free to paid uh, and different. And so, and other people can have their own, you know, niches. They could be customer service reps who are teaching people how to be salespeople on the phone oh, yeah. and build that confidence. It could be you know, writers who are t- telling people how to structure stories and that leads to long-term relationships. But you know, it's like anything when you decide before you decide to watch a movie, a trailer often determines that, you know, right. a school, a brochure, all these things. And I think that's something many of us forget sometimes with, with that growing audience. And, and it's, it's thinking about that. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I try to do that, you know, kind of with, with whether I'm doing an, uh, a, an interview on another podcast or a workshop is I always try to give something exclusive, you know? So yes, your audience, when they go to the landing page, we'll talk about it at the end, they will get the podcast roadmap, you know, but I always try to do something, you know, a five, 10 minute video that relates specifically to like your audience, mm. you know, your audience. And I try to do that, whether, you know, again, I, I, a lot of podcasts that I might go on are entrepreneurs and marketing and business podcasts. The reason why I, again, I'm just grateful for this opportunity is you have such a unique podcast because of the people and the stories that, that ultimately emerge from, you know, and, 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 you know, we haven't even talked about this yet, but, you know, I came to, you know, I reached out to you because of what you did last June with your 30 straight days. And I thought that that was just a, you know, one minute a day. I think it was like, it never went yeah. more than 60 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what was that? What was the, uh, the hashtag? Let's talk bias. Well, let's talk bias. Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, it was on the heels of what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought that the timing of that was amazing. I mean, by all means, if you have not go back to last June, which would probably have been, you know, episode 400 and something, but it was yeah. 30 straight days, 30 podcasts that all were actionable, you know, thought process, you know, so that's what really attracted me to your podcast. But generally when I go on, I always try to give something away that's very specific to not just what I offer, which is the podcast roadmap, but specific to the audience, you know, in this case, your audience and the people that come to your podcast on a regular basis. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, um, and and that goes to that earlier point that we were discussing where a podcast can take different shapes because, you, you know, in, in the previous, when you're working as, a, as the gatekeeper in, in radio industry, you have that gatekeepers. But when you have a podcast, you can determine things on the fly. Because I, I was, you know, I, I batch record. So I had a bunch of episodes right. coming in at the time and then I just didn't feel comfortable putting on any of those episodes. And, you know, some some of the guests will reach out and say, "Hey, when's my episode coming out?" And I said, "You know, I honestly, the whole of June, I can't put it any episode. It's just, it doesn't sit right with me, and right. it's something I have to honor. And you know, I, I wasn't gonna get fired. Right. <laughs> I wasn't right. gonna. I mean, maybe you have some few people that are upset and and things like that. But at the end of the day, you get to honor your values, uh, with with what's going on, and it could be anything for anyone." You know, something happens and you could say, I'm going to need to take a, a personal day off or I'll put out the episode next time or I've decided to make it daily episodes, whatever right. it is that you want to do. And there's a certain power that comes to that. That's also storytelling. Yeah. You know, that's also storytelling. Yeah. And that's the thing is that, you know, the there sure there are best practices with podcasts and I, I'm, I'm happy to to point people in the right direction. But I always, when, every time I work with somebody, I always remind them that this is their podcast and that I will point you in the right direction. And we're going to talk about story and I'm going to coach and guide and encourage vulnerability and storytelling. But at the end of the day, you know, the it's, it's the wild West. You can yeah. do whatever you want. 
And, yeah. and you know, again, consistent consistency is going to help breed that. Consistency but for sure, yeah, right. But to your point as well, I mean, there are going to be times where you may have seven interviews and it just does not make sense. Maybe in the climate, you know, I know that that you know the events of 2020 really like I, it's almost it's not funny, but I see a lot of podcasts that were going strong, and their last episode they did was March of 2020. That's because everybody just got their world rocked at that time. And at that time, yeah. you know, but, but the, the point is, is that even if that were your situation, nothing says you can't just start again, they get back, get up. back up. Yeah. They get and back up. You did something to say, didn't you just do something where you had, you know, I was on your website and you were talking about episodes 34 to 71 mm -hmm. being different. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that? You know, you, you yeah, it, I ended up doing 30 episodes in 30 days. It was funny uh -huh. because I did it last July and it's yeah. like, and, and I, I literally, and it was, again, I, when I saw that you did that, I was like, oh my God, somebody else did it. But I did it um, for that effort of just to do it, to mm -hmm. just, you know, to kind of have that moment of accountability, self-accountability. You know, I put out episodes every week. That's fine. But I just I'm like, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to hold myself to it. I didn't know what I was going to do in those 30 days. So naturally I told a lot of stories. Um, but I pushed my own vulnerability as a coach and a guide. I said, look, if I'm going to tell the world to do these things, I need to do it myself. Mm -hmm. It's not to do as I say, and only do as I do, or not do as I do, do as I say, but it's more of just getting in there into the trenches, turning on that recorder every day and going, what are we going to talk about today? Well, let me tell you a story about when I was 16 years old and I was bullied and that's what got me into radio. Or let me tell you about, you know, when I opened the door of my entrepreneurial business and the phone didn't ring and nobody called and I had to kind of navigate through that. But it's within those stories that again, I think we are able to connect with one another. And for me, it was, let's see what happens if I hit record every day for 30 days. Stories matter. Stories yeah, they matter. do. And royalty. Stories matter. No, I, I love this so much. So we're getting ready to wrap up, but sure. I, I want to give you a chance to, you know, talk to the audience you know, mm -hmm. in, in a way that maybe you haven't talked to, to them or to other podcast audiences, are there things coming to you that you wish you could tell other aspiring podcasters or other aspiring storytellers, you know, the things based on your experience that, you know, you feel like are gems, but people don't talk about often. You know, I, it's, we, you know, and, and truth be told, we've talked about a lot. And, and, and I think at this stage of the game, you know, I, I, I understand that, there are coaches and guides for every person. I might be right for you. I might not be right for you, right. but at least you know who I am. At least you know that storytelling matters to me. Vulnerability matters to me, you know, but I would, I go back to what I said a moment ago. I would encourage everyone, you know, there's no barrier of entry. You know, it's good news, bad news, good news. Anyone can start a podcast, bad news. Anyone can start a podcast, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, anyone can do it. And, and oftentimes it is those roadblocks. Those like, well, I don't know what I'll say or, you know, oh my gosh, I, that, that first time you hear the sound of your own voice and it ends up being this, you know, nails on a chalkboard moment that, you know, the second time you hear your voice, it's a little easier, third time, a little bit easier. And you just get comfortable, get comfortable with that space of, you know, storytelling and sharing. And just because every podcast out there, you know, especially, and I see this in the marketing and business space is that not only is every podcast in the marketing and business space sound the same, Oftentimes they're interviewing the same people yeah. because it ends up being, you know, so-and-so is doing a book tour or whatever yeah. is that you don't have to, just because a, just because the, every marketing podcast out there sounds like the same interviews, et cetera, you don't have to do that. And that every person has an opportunity 
back to step number one, that uniqueness to do something to make a podcast truly stand out. And it's quite simple is that to make a podcast truly stand out is to be true to yourself, to be true to your authenticity and to understand that when people listen, they're having an experience with you because they put the headphones on, they shut out the world, they hit play on their smartphone and they have that dialogue and that relationship with you as they listen. So it's just about, you know, that gem is really be brave and be courageous around your uniqueness and share it because out there in the world, there's 7 billion of us and out there in the world, there's a whole group of people who need to hear what it is you have to say. That's right. Your podcastcoach.com link would be in the show notes. I know you're also offering uh, a few generous gifts as well. So we'll make sure we put that in show notes. I know you're going to send me that um, after the interview, but no, thank you so much. I thank you so much for, for spending so much time with us and, and being generous with the stories that you, you have to offer. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just that I, I created a special link, which like you said, we'll put in the show notes, yourpodcastcoach.com forward slash Tayo, yourpodcastcoach forward slash T-A-Y-O, which is your name. Yeah. So, and again, and, and that's going to have the podcast roadmap on it, um, but it's also going to have a, a video in there just specifically for your audience. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, last question I asked my guest is this, it's my mission statement reframed as a question, use your difference to make a difference. So, Michael, how do you use your difference to make a difference? You know, it's really this idea of, you know, when you, when you discover what keeps you up at night and what gets you out of bed in the morning, you got to follow that. And for me, it is working with other humans on pulling that story out of them, piece by piece, moment by moment, story by story, and then ultimately putting a microphone in front of them so that they can share it. So, you know... It's something that I care about, you know, whether it was working with crazy shock jock talk show hosts or weird Hungarian accountants and glass blowers and everything in between is that the difference I hope to give to the world is empowering and inspiring others to tell their story in a unique, full, a unique and impactful way. And you're doing that, sir. Thank you once again for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure and I'm looking forward to this episode and, and what the audience has to say. Awesome, man. Thank you. Pleasure's mine, kings, queens, and royalty. Till next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.